Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Woo! Ball vs. Life. We are celebrating tonight. I'm, I'm your host, Jack, and I got my co-host here, JC. Hey. <laughs> and and look that other laugh we got on the on the mic it's is mike dude yeah mike with a uh, mic on the mic only had to be right that i was on for this yeah man welcome you, back brother <laughs> you were you were you. on the episode when we were playing the rockets right this yeah is- we, we were about to play the rockets and we were concerned about playing the rockets and it's been a, a long journey but we're here now so uh so what happened <laughs> <laughs> What happened, JC before this what said happened? he was uh, avoiding all social media, so he may not he may not know what the news is. <laughs> the Lakers won the title, baby. The 2019-2020 mother effing champs, man. Hell yeah, ten years, ten years, ten years since the last last championship the Lakers hoisted up, and that was with Kobe. Kobe defeated mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics. And I want to say this about that title. That was extra sweet, that title, because even though that was Kobe's fifth championship, the year before he beat the Orlando Magic, but the year before that, he got destroyed by the Celtics, and people were calling Gasol soft. They were So to get that to cap off Kobe's career in terms of the, his fifth championship was beautiful, dude. Right, Mike? Dude, yeah. I mean, just thinking back on like where our lives were 10 years ago i mean think about that and just kind of like for me i was just about to graduate college Mm. and like enjoying all that and kind of just going through my life and all this and just all the dark times and then being back here now 10 years later it's it's a sweet feeling to just think about about everything and i honestly i'm 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 not gonna lie i i miss this feeling i forgot how it feels like but it feels just so freaking good man <laughs> it feels so good yeah dude i mean it, as far as emotionally like i won't lie like when 80 was was tearing up and this was right before they the clock ran out and he was already like feeling the emotions that that that's when it really hit me because i've been holding it in dude like i just you just don't yeah. really count i don't count my chickens before they hatch so like even though before the series the Lakers are heavy favorites, you just never know. Seeing how the Clippers flamed out, you just never don't, you know, in the bubble. And I know the game before JC and I were talking about this during the game. Anthony Davis went down. He ended up being fine, and JC was kind of giving Anthony Davis grief about every injury he suffers. Seems like career threatening. But yeah, when he grabbed that <laughs> that the back of the heel, dude. I was like, holy shit, dude! Yeah. Like, I could was, this I be? I thought it was his Achilles. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I had no idea because they said before that he like reactivated a like heel contusion. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even. I had no idea that he had a heel contusion to begin with. But I felt the same way too. I I was like, every time AD goes down, and AD will like he falls <laughs> on the floor almost every play, and I it gives me a heart attack every time I see that because I just know how fragile he is, and like I was. I was just <laughs> tripping out because I was like, dude, like that, like during during game five, I was watching with some of my friends. I was like, we need to close this game out tonight because yeah. AD's just getting freaking hurt every single game, and mm-hmm. if he doesn't close it out this, and then it was also like his injury played a big factor in how like Jimmy Butler was able to just to take over the or take over the game at the end because 
he just couldn't keep up with him get a, kept on getting switched up and i was like damn if he's not good for game six and we all know how like three one coming back game six game hmm. six is pretty much do or die game you know yeah. like they have all the momentum going into game seven i did not feel good about that and just the fact like ad coming out today mm. and like yeah he did he i mean he, he came out and you could just tell he was aggressive shooting jumpers yep. playing playing aggressive d and like luckily he didn't have an injury scare today yeah <laughs> jc was waiting for it too <laughs> i wasn't watching the game I so i wasn't oh, yeah. watch it yeah <laughs> in, in, in my defense though like i mean like what you guys were saying mm-hmm. is it's like he hits the floor every game and uh, i mean they, people say it in jest this motherfucker has like a you know a career threatening injury every game it's just like yeah. you don't really want to tempt fate yeah by listen listen you know, man like as a, as a Laker fan, I am just as unhappy about him being hurt, like <laughs> like seemingly hurt every single time he hits the floor, just as much as you are, man. I just, you know, like it it it, it gives me anxiety every time I see him hit the yeah. ground. But yeah, yeah. and, and you don't want, especially in light of what happened to Dak Prescott today, where oh, everybody, yeah. out, you know what I mean. Like you really don't want to wish injury on anyone, but yeah. it's just. I, yeah, it's just it's kind of ridiculous to kind of see it sometimes. But I'm glad that he was able to come and play today. And actually, I don't know if he was actually full a full go. And he, he, you know, he probably probably powered through. It's it's always better to see the best players out there competing. It's just not as much fun if uh, every you know if every team is hobbled. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so how did the game go? Like, I checked the box score, <laughs> and then when I checked the box score, I texted Jack. I was like, congratulations, man. <laughs> I think it was like... <laughs> you can I go like, like yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how, how did it... You know, how was the closeout game? Everybody well, was concerned. As, as, Mike, as Mike said, the Lakers came out firing the AD in particular, but I want to give credit to uh, Vogel. He came out and he made a key adjustment. He started Alex Caruso because the last game, uh, you could see that the perimeter defense with Dwight there, it was it was a little suspect. I mean, I know we're big, but we couldn't really keep up with the shooters, which is why Duncan Robinson went off, you know, with 26 points, I think, last game. And whenever Duncan Robinson goes off, it's really hard to stop the heat because those guys are just going to gun the threes. So at the end of the day, mad props to Vogel for starting Caruso, making those key adjustments. You know what I mean? Like, Right, Mike. Did, I mean, is that he kind make of an impact? Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, I think I think just having an extra perimeter defender out there gave him some trouble. And honestly, like big big props to Dwight and McGee. Like just this yeah. entire playoffs, there's just been series where it's just I feel like the Lakers had to just come up to them and be like, "Listen, you guys are not going to have a role this entire series." Yeah. Like with the Houston series. Uh, I mean, Nuggets, they were extremely important playing against Jokic. But, like, this series, it ended up being, like, McGee barely got any playing time this series. Dwight started and was just, it just didn't fit last game. Mm-hmm. Just, like, being being able to sit down and not complain about it and just be like, I completely understand. And I think that goes a long way. And especially with Dwight, just kind of, kind of like the storyline that he had, which mm-hmm. is, like, when he first came into the Lakers in 2012 – and it was just all about like this is my game. This is how I need to play. This is how you guys need to feed me because I'm a superstar. And he clashed and with Kobe, right? He clashed and with he Kobe. Cl- he clashed with Kobe, and it di- it didn't work out. And he obviously went off to Houston, and then all these other teams came back and kind of like not only understood his role as 
a backup and just mm-hmm. like I need to play good defense and I need to grab boards and I just need to be a pest but also on like more than that just being like if I need to sit because it just does not make sense for being me being in the game I'm okay with that and I'm still gonna like cheer on my team and I feel like that just shows the maturity of like the the players that we had I, I honestly feel that, that goes a very long way in building a, a championship team yeah dude I mean JC knows this he he the Warriors have been a championship caliber team for the past many years already. And you know, when you want, you have a championship caliber team, every single player buys into their role. They got to buy in. They, they buy, buy in. in. And it yeah. doesn't matter. You play five minutes, 10 minutes. You're going to, you're going to excel and be a star in your role. And you don't complain, dude. You don't go to the coach. You don't, all that stuff is handled in-house too. Like it's not in the, in the headlines and stuff like that. And like, Hey, credit to um, Rajon Rondo and LeBron for really leading this team. You could tell those guys are floor generals. Like when they're on the court, they're constantly communicating, calling out plays, calling out the opponent's plays, dude. It's it's pretty yeah. nuts how keyed in, especially, come on, Mike, playoff Rondo today showed up, dude. That guy was yeah. a beast, man. I mean, he was he was aggressive. You could tell that he was like, he was trying to get to the hole, beat, beat Jimmy Butler, like off the dribble a few mm-hmm. times. And I think that's, that's what we missed out on <laughs> in game five. It was that like, I think the Lakers throughout the playoffs they they've they've needed that that third player and you know it's been it's switched off to like from from coos i mean barely coos kcp kcp but kcp we weren't getting from from danny green but i mean we mm. get in danny green later because i know there's a lot of stuff that came up after <laughs> yeah. five on him. we'll definitely but get into that we'll get into that but like rondo has been sort of like more often than not that third player for us ever since he came back after you know from injury he's like he showed up today and honestly that i think that's what really powered us to 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 the victory it's Mm -hmm. that championship pedigree i mean i know he you know had a little bit of success in boston and that showed true so it really pays Mm -hmm. off to have some veterans really just anchor the second unit right just kind of be the stabilizing force especially in in this type of con context so man yeah i agree i think i think um we a, a lot of laker fans and including myself we've given given rondo a lot of shit in the regular season because he just looks honestly he doesn't really play much defense and sometimes he's out of sorts but playoff rondo is real he shows up he game plans once once he once he the opponent is set and they can game plan around an opponent he's he's like a pseudo coach out there and there's been a lot of articles written how Rondo is p- pretty much a basketball genius. I totally believe it now, seeing it up close and personal, seeing like the coaches talking about Rondo and how he's in the coaches' meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's that kind of experience and that kind of just stability he brings, man. The confidence, especially him and AD, are like they're like in tandem, dude. Those guys going back to the Pelicans days, like those guys understand each other. Rondo pushes AD to be the best that he can be. You can tell, like they just got that connection. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree, but I think like just, I think what was nice about like, what was nice about this season and this team was that like, like you're gonna have ups and downs, you're gonna have like trials and tribulations going into game five and just like fighting. Like game five was such a freaking Oof. frustrating ass game to watch because it was like 
the Heat were up by, I would say, like an average of eight the entire game. Mm-hmm. The Lakers will cut that down to two, and then they would like foul him on a three point play, you know? And it was like, or they would, Dwight would like flagrant foul. Um, <laughs> who was that? Who was it? Was uh, oh, it was Jimmy. Jimmy uh, it Butler. was Jimmy. It was Jimmy. Jimmy Butler on that. And then it was just like, like, like the Lakers were just like almost there, and then we would just make mistakes. We make mistakes. And I think that that's just nice having people that have won a championship. Mm. to 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 settle the team down and be like listen we're gonna have good games we're gonna have bad games but but we are better than them we gotta make sure that we play the game that we play and it's it's always been and i like i mean we said it last time on the pod it was like the lakers are gonna win with their defense yeah their defense is gonna ignite their the the entire game for them and i Mm -hmm. i think like today they're really focused in on on playing good d on them and then everything else kind of fell into place. Actually, since you mentioned Game Five, we'll talk about this very, sh- like, very briefly because we obviously want to focus on the championship. Game Five's already over, but Danny Green missed that shot at the end of Game Five. It was wide open. You know, the pass wasn't in the pocket necessarily, but look, he had wide open shot. He could have taken a little bit more time, but he missed it. And I mean, JC, do you want to give a little backstory of what happened afterwards? Well, I mean, there was a huge backlash in terms of. A LeBron, whether mm-hmm. or not he should have taken the shot. Um, obviously, he was he was clouded with defenders. I think three defenders were on him, and there was a lot of discussion whether or not he had it in him to actually close out a game, just mm-hmm. because he, you know, he gave up the ball on, at at that point and deferred to an open man. So there's a lot of discussion there in terms of of that aspect and. <laughs> Even more so is Danny Green getting a lot of heat for missing that shot. Um, I think it's funny because Danny Green has been in that scenario before. And he's made big shots, you know, in Toronto. He's made big shots in San Antonio. Yep. So he's kind of been in that that sort of high-pressure situation. And it's a make-or-miss league, right? Sometimes yep. you'll make it. Sometimes you'll, you'll miss it. And it's just really unfortunate to see the backlash. I think I was texting you and I was just pinging you the whole time just because... I was like, hey, you know, Lakers has better chill the fuck out just because it seems like it, you know, it, it, there was a lot of frustration and I understand that, you, yeah. you know, you really don't want to let the opportunity go. But the fact of the matter is, was, you know, you guys were still up and you were one game away and it wasn't like the end of the series. Well, There's I think another game to play. I think right? in particular, one thing that really was brought to light by Danny Green was he got death threats. Yeah. His fiance got death threats. Yeah. And was, to me, look, I, I'm a diehard fan, all right? Like, trust me, when the players don't hit the shot, it's as frustrating as anybody else. You know, like, I sometimes I'm like, damn, Danny Green's playing like trash. I get it. You know, I get it. He actually has not been playing well this whole kind of playoff bubble. I mean, he's been, he's hit some key shots, but just in general, he's not been the Danny Green we expect, right? Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, to see that this is the topic I wanted to get on for a little bit, you know, five, five, ten yeah. minutes. We won't get too too far into it. It's just that fact of it. It's like we all, Mike and I, we're, we're diehard fans. But to send a freaking death threat, like, it's a game, bro. <laughs> you know, like, this is <laughs> yeah. not life yeah, or exactly. death. You know, as passionate yeah. as I am, like, I'm not going to be sending a death threat. Like, that's just ridiculous yeah. to me. Like, yeah. whoever is doing that, check yourself. Like, honestly, yeah, check, check yourself. Up. You know, especially in light with this whole Kobe situation, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, dude. Their life is legitimately much more important than no. winning a game, 
and you know but i'm sure it's just some stupid fan yeah. that was just yeah. you know really just you know was looking for an outlet but i mean i'm like probably they don't have much else going on in their <laughs> exactly. life to be able exactly. to like go exactly. out of their way to say something like that but they wouldn't even say I'm, it to him <laughs> say it to no him. way yeah no they, yeah. Would, they would not say it to us like honestly if danny green was standing in front of him they would not i doubt probably they ask for an autograph dude <laughs> yeah and that, yeah, and that, but, that that's the thing it's like i i mean i you don't know what i it seems like danny green had some like hip issue going on because yeah. i think it was like game two or three you could you could see him like trying to stretch out his hips on the on the floor and it was like and and honestly you could just tell from from when mm. they first got into the bubble his shooting was just off like yeah and at that point it's either like i honestly i could tell that it was some of it was just i feel like his mechanics were a little off you know mm-hmm. it was like he was not going through his form all the way and also as that goes on i completely understand sort of like the mental mm-hmm. game that yeah. that that plays you know and and not to say that it's like yo you shouldn't have hit that shot you know like it's completely okay but at the same time it's like that's just fucking basketball and i think mm-hmm. I think the three of us we play basketball and it's just like bro <laughs> like like you play the game to get yeah. the best shot yeah. and then whatever happens after that happens yeah. but if you're dribbling out there and you're like drawing three defenders on you and then you jack up a three and you airball it then that's one thing that's like yo maybe maybe you should have made a better play than that lebron mm-hmm. made the right play and that's like yeah. consistently what he gets criticized yeah. for it's like because if it's Jordan or it's Kobe, you know for sure they're going to take that shot. Mm-hmm. But what sucks about this whole thing is like LeBron throughout his entire career, whether he was on the Cavs or the Heat, he's consistently made the right basketball play. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens after that, if they make the shot, if they miss a shot, well, okay, if they make the shot, he made the right play. If they yeah. miss a shot, he made the wrong play. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like, yo, you can't have it both ways. You know, like LeBron... I get it. He 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 may not have that like killer instinct where he's like Kobe and MJ saying, "Get the fuck out of my way! I'm gonna shoot this no matter what. I'm gonna shoot over two people, three people, or not." Like LeBron is like, "I'm gonna play my percentages, and I know that if I give it to Danny Green, no matter how badly he's been playing, if he's wide open for a three, I'll take my chances with that." Yep. And at the end of the day, that's what basketball is. You. You, you you have your sets you run your action to get the best shot and mm-hmm. and to that i have i have no problem with. I, I honestly i'm saying this though because we just fucking won the championship <laughs> so like so you know but yeah, I, yeah exactly like, make her miss <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah, i'll be real with you i'll be real with you. I'm, feeling re- I'm, I'm feeling really it, good about game five because right. we won right yeah <laughs> Uh, how to <laughs> how Danny play though? Despite all the pressure after that, did he did he kind of? Yeah, I mean, I he came him. back strong. I think he want. I think mm-hmm. he made like three threes. Like, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just. I think that just shows you know basketball players are basketball players. You know, like this dude's legitimately been playing basketball for like thirty years. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't matter what you say to him. It doesn't matter like who you are and like you giving him threat death threats and stuff like this guy's won like three championships now yeah and he's made his money playing basketball man. yeah same amount yeah. of rings that lebron in in terms of organizations yeah 
Yeah. yeah. So uh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? So, well, I like the point that Mike made. At the end of the day, look, Mike and I, we've been a fan of Kobe when Kobe was with the Lakers, and he he had his twenty year run with us, and he had his way of playing, you know, and that was great, the Mamba mentality. LeBron. He plays in a different way. Like, he has some killer instinct in him, but he makes the right play. And you know what? LeBron said this in one of his uh, post-game interviews after the, winning the championship. He said, at the end of the day, he's a winner, right? He plays the game the right way and only validates him, you know? Like, he's won four championships at this point. You know, there's no argument whether his play is a winner or not. You can argue here, sure, like, he's lost some, but he's been in the finals freaking 10 years, dude. That's insane. Yeah. The level of excellence that it takes. And I'm not a LeBron homer. I just want to put that out there because we talked about this, JC. Yeah. For fans, for fans, Matt Barnes said this in one of his, like, on the jump or something like that. He said, there's Laker fans, there's Kobe fans, and there's LeBron fans. And those are three distinctly different things, which is why you get this heated debate. But at the end of the day, I'm a fucking basketball fan. I'll tell you that much, right? And a Laker fan. But I, I try to see things as objectively as possible. And LeBron plays the game the right way. And I know, JC, sometimes you have a little bit of irk that you get for LeBron off the court. But you can say for sure on the court, he's a beast, dude. He's an absolute fucking beast. Absolutely. Like, bar none in terms of just on-court play, I, I can't say anything about it. As a player myself, I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my beef is elsewhere. <laughs> this is more the time and place yeah. to yeah. discuss that, and uh, you know, I'm taking the the high class route of giving him props what props is due, and he's uh, he's a four time champion, man. So let's let's get back to talking about the championship, dude. Let's get let's get back. Like, I mean, Mike, like, how did you celebrate, dude? How did you celebrate today? Oh man, did I you was, get drunk? Uh, <laughs> I got drunk. I I've, I've been drinking since like before the game started. Uh, I started with some mimosas with my fiance. Nice. Early. Uh, <laughs> moved on to some some white claws. Now I'm just, <laughs> I, I I went to Japan last year. Mm. Uh, went to the um, went to the Yamazaki Distillery. Ooh. So we got some got the good like, stuff. Got some nice yeah twelve year yamazaki mm. so we decided to bust that out and i've just been getting, been drinking <laughs> i just i've been drinking that i'm like i'm celebrating man i am i honestly like it mm. just it like it's been so damn long man and like i just like i i i got happy the last time the last time they won i was like early 20s mm-hmm. you know and it was now you're like, 30 oh, dude <laughs> i'm 30 no but it's just like it's just like it just it, it's the same thing you know like yeah. no matter how old you get like the 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 the, the, the team joy. that you yeah the joy like the team that you just rooted for your entire life that's just like you've just been intertwined with this team like jc i, I feel like you you can kind of like with the Warriors, it's the same thing too. It's just like it's just a, yeah. a part of your identity now, mm-hmm. you know. And like, yeah, yeah. it's just no matter where you are in life, like 2020, you know, we are having the sh- fucking shittiest year <laughs> of our freaking life. Preach, bro. Know? Preach. We are having the shittiest years, and we just had to make some like just tough calls throughout the year. We don't know what it's gonna be like, but at the end of like, but something as like something as just in the grand scheme of things 
as small as basketball mm. and like the Lakers win the championship, damn, it feels good, man. It 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 feels damn good. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm I love perspective, and I'm gonna give a little perspective on this title. All right. The last so ten years ago we won the championship. A lot has happened with that ten years in terms of the Lakers organization, right? We were seen as a horrible organization for the past couple years, even especially before LeBron came. Before that, Jim Buss was running the show, and he signed yeah. Luel Dang and Timothy Mozgov to monster contracts in 2016. That was the Lu- downfall Lu- of our organization. Lu- Luol Deng, who is still on our payroll, exactly. By the way, but this is yeah. 2016. This is only four years ago. All right, four years ago. Does they get a ring? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But actually, look, you know what? That's a, that's actually a really good question. I hope no. <laughs> I think actually Boogie could get a ring. I think Boogie could get a ring actually. Like I think he qualifies. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. did, did you see that thing where uh, Dion Waiters is gonna what, he he before the finals <laughs> he was gonna win a ring either way? Yeah, I saw that. I saw he that. was on the Heat. But but yeah. I heard actually Pat Riley said nah. <laughs> yeah. If we win, nah. <laughs> that's Pat Riley for you though. But like back to my my story. Yeah, all right, that's Luol Deng, Timmy Mozgov. All right, 2017, Jim Buss got ousted. We hired Magic Johnson, all right? And at that time, we're like, oh, cool. Magic's running the show better than Jim Buss. A year later, what did Magic Johnson do? Shockingly bailed on us, all right? And again, I love Magic, all right? I don't want to talk ill about Magic, but he did bail on us. And then at that point, he talked about backstabbing, pointing at Rob Palinka. So that year, we're like, holy shit. How the hell are we ever going to even get back to the championship level? We got LeBron, but we got a bunch of ragtag group of team ragtag team fast forward we traded for 80 got spurned by Kwai, and then the clippers were the favorites boom 2020 we're the fucking champs how crazy is that dude how crazy is that <laughs> you know damn yeah i didn't I, honestly just you you spilling that out for us and on top of that like all right like the, all right so today <laughs> when i was going through just like my celebrations and just watching the game my fiance turned to me and she was like, you know what? You are such a fucking petty Laker fan. Like, <laughs> you are like, and we were like, like Jack and I watched game one together. Yeah. And we were like, we were just being like the most petty ass <laughs> fans. Just like, honestly, if the Lakers would win like the championship every single year for the rest of our lives, I would not fucking like, it would just, <laughs> I would not care about like, I, that's just, that's just what i want in my life you know like i do not i don't care about competitions i just want the Lakers to win for the rest of my life and it was just like man just you putting that 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 all together and all that it was just it, it it's honestly it's just been a freaking it's wild it's been it's a been a dude. wild ride it's been a wild ride especially with uh like just kobe this year and all that like it's been yeah it's just been a lot <laughs> it's mm-hmm. been a lot and like i felt like the lakers were trying to force it a little bit in game five with um wearing the know, mamba like, jerseys wearing the mamba jerseys and doing all that for him and it was just like it's too much pressure, you could just man. it's a lot of pressure yeah you could just tell that there was at least for them a little a little more motivation maybe a little too much motivation for that to try to like to win it for Kobe and completely understandable and stuff. But it was just like, you know, they, you guys, you guys are the better team. 
and yeah. just just let that happen organically and 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 I think they let that do that they let they did that today. Hey, Jay Z understands when the when the Warriors signed KD and look, Mike and I were on the other side. We we're like, fuck. But at the end of the day, you just want your team to win. You don't care. Like you don't care who you acquire and like how you acquire it. You just want to acquire talent and you want to destroy the competition. That's just the reality of it. I mean, at the end of the day, of course, you don't want anyone to get hurt. You we want fair play. But at the end of the day, look, you don't control who's in front of you. You just gotta win. You know, like with the bubble and with with the Heat making the finals surprisingly. It's just how it is. You know, you just got to win the games in front of you. And I'm just glad the Lakers are 2020 champs. And to, to, to elaborate on that even more is the year that Kobe, we lost Kobe, which is the reason why I'm more emotional about it. When I saw AD cry and stuff like that, you know, like I started to feel a, a flood of emotion is with how shitty this year has gone, especially for people in LA, especially if you're a fan of Kobe, especially if you're the fan of the Lakers. It's been a brutal 2020, dude. It's honestly, there's no two ways to cut it. It's been devastating to be a Laker fan. You know, you saw the outpouring. Mike, you went to the memorials and stuff like that in front of Staples. It's fucking yeah. heartbreaking. And to get a championship for Kobe, to, in, to remember him, because he is a champion. He is our champion. You know, 20 years, dude, for one franchise. It's a beautiful thing, dude. And I know there's a lot of Laker haters out there, but that's really encapsulates everything to get this championship for him in remembrance of him that's what it means to me you know like outside of everything and that's 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 my take truly at the end of the day for the 2019 2020 champs you know yeah i mean it's it's um it's adversity Mm -hmm. and i think i think like obviously it, it it means a little bit more to us as like as Laker as like Laker fans to kind of look at this moment and be like yeah we overcame a lot of adversity because honestly the Lakers came up on top and stuff but honestly just going through this year um you know going through the pandemic and with the election coming up and all that stuff it's just you know there's there's a lot of stuff going on in our world right now and um if you don't even want to like talk about the Lakers winning the championship. It was just kind of like, let's just take what the NBA did with the bubble, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and what came out of that, you know, not, not only that it was like, they figured out a way in this pandemic to, to, to give the fans basketball again, because, you know, I think the three of us, when, when, when the NBA shut down in March, it, we hurt because we just could not freaking watch basketball anymore. Yeah. You know, and just to give the basketball fans something to watch to like build it in a way where we can all kind of watch it and also keep everyone safe at the same time. And on top of that, sort of like the the, the civil rights movement that that mm-hmm. happened with all that. You know, let's let's not even talk about the Lakers right now. But yeah. I think on top of that, this was just sort of like basketball in general, NBA in general, just sort of showed the world and gave the world something to to believe in you know in 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 this time in this time where we need it and in this time where one we're dealing with pandemic and it's just so divisive in our country it was like at least you know we could all kind of enjoy basketball for yeah at the end of the day enjoy basketball for three months and and honestly i'm i'm grateful for that 
You're only grateful because we won, though. You'd be so bitter. It feels, a, like... it feels a whole lot better. It feels a whole lot better that the Lakers came out on top. But... We here in Northern California also have coronavirus. <laughs> the political situation is pretty shitty. Our baseball, football, and our basketball team are all trash. So I'm not feeling that much better. Well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just kidding. Hey man, uh, JC, you you see Clay being healthy? Like, you, are you not excited for next season? Man, don't patronize me. <laughs> the standards for it's like it's like saying you know Danny Green missed that shot, but the Lakers are still in the NBA Finals. It doesn't make you feel any much mm-hmm. better that he still missed that shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, all kidding aside, I do agree that uh the nba has done a marvelous job in terms of just you know giving a semblance of normalcy back like we all love this game and you know regardless of who wins reluctantly <laughs> saying that, um it was nice to to, to get basket uh, even though i haven't watched any good basketball in over a year jeez uh, <laughs> uh but yeah yeah it, i i completely agree and it just it's it's nice to be able to kind of you know a lot of us can't even play the actual sport. So this is the closest thing that we can yeah. have yeah, dude. with regards oh, to the basketball right, these days. And a lot of people are hurting out there. And if there's at least something that, that, that's able to kind of carry some of um, uh, uh, of our passion out there, a vehicle of sorts, then so be it. And, and uh, as we wind down this episode to celebrate the Lakers, I do want to say also for LeBron... It was a must to win it this year. Given all the circumstances, if he didn't win this year, next year was going to be even tougher because the Warriors were going to come back. Yeah. The Warriors are going to be coming back like decently full strength and with a new draft pick and whatever they're going to do with that. Every other team is going to come back on another year with the experience and being younger and LeBron getting a little older. So this is why it means even more for, for me and Mike for LeBron to cap it off this year to win it um, with AD. Because AD is also a free agent next year, and again, I I know it was it was probably he was gonna resign anyways. But for him to win a championship, for sure he will come back. You know, and a champion next year, he's gonna have that extra confidence. So next year is gonna be great, dude. Like the West will be even more healthy, and I and you want competition. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, because at the because you want to be you want to defeat the best to get to where you are, and that's that's gonna be the beauty of next year. But I'm so glad, dude that the Lakers won it this year because I don't know about next year. It's going to be a hell of a lot tougher. Dude. Next year is going to be tough, man. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, we, we like, we clown on the Clippers for blowing up three, one, but actually, you know, uh, you know what? <laughs> you're, you're about to give them pass, but you're like, you know what? We're, we're on top right dude, now. <laughs> Shit. Like, <laughs> I remember like the pod that we did before the, the, the season start. I was like, honestly, I, okay. Now that the Lakers won, I'll, I'll be real with you guys. I was, I was a little intimidated by the Clippers. I was like, dude, like they were a solid, like a solid squad before they mm. they they signed Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. You know what? Now that I'm just like after all this, I'm like, dude, Clippers are just gonna Clipper, man. Like, I'll give war, I'll give war, like JC, I'm, for real. Like I give Warriors respect because they're just like they're just a solid ass friend, like organization, mm. but. Clippers, man. <laughs> Don't even. Don't Steve even. Ba- Steve Ballmer was already doing like these Don't Macarena dances <laughs> in, the, in the first round. I Freaking mean, it's, it's still a 
long way to go to to get long way man get get into the the western conference finals first and then talk (laughs) this is exactly why jc knows this like when you're a championship caliber team you don't you don't celebrate and especially owners too you don't celebrate beforehand dude you don't celebrate you know you don't do the macarena dance you know before the season begins and i get it it's a big win when they got quiet and paul george it's great to be excited but you don't start talking about championships until you put in the work because that shit takes a lot of work dude and it's a grind it's a war of attrition as you said to get through a whole season let alone it's been one year of basketball and i know we had a couple months in between but from calendar start to calendar end this season has been one freaking full year dude it's been a grind and next year will be another grind because it'll be weird it won't start off as a usual in the fall so next year is going to be different too you know so there's no there's no gimmies in this world man no one hands you shit all right you gotta earn it and and coming from a non-laker fan and knowing how hard it is to get there you know i do give the lakers props in being able to close it out um you know, it, it it's really yeah. difficult, and you know, congratulations, guys. It's you know, it's your time to celebrate. I know it's hard for you to say that, dude. It's Thanks, nice. brother. <laughs> thank you, but Thanks. thank you, yeah, dude. That's, yeah. That's respect, big man. Of you respect, to say, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run it back. Yeah. Look, look, hey, I, I want to say this before year, we end end the podcast. Year. JC was, uh, I think, it was end of. I don't. I forgot which game, but like one of the game, maybe game five, and you were like, "I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for us to beat you." And I was like, "I respect that, bro. I respect it, dude." <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It yeah, as a competitor, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not the most competitive person. No, you aren't. We I played ball for it. many years together, dude. But, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I just it. You know, it's up. There are certain things that that stroke the fire, mm-hmm. and you know, seeing this just really kind of, <sighs> but. You know, props when props is due. So, oh, yeah. taking the high road. So, congrats. <laughs> hey, any any last words, Mike? You know, you're buzzed. You're feeling good. <laughs> it's it's no. a cap off, man. It's a cap off for our season, dude. I am. Um, you know what? I am. I am just grateful mm. that you guys let me come on here and talk to you guys about basketball. Like, whether it's Lakers or not. And obviously, it feels a lot better after they won the championship. But, like, this stuff is rare, you mm-hmm. know? Just, like, the the older we get, like, just the less opportunities in life we get to just sit around and talk about basketball and just chop it up. And this has just been... This has just been so fun and so nice. And, um, you know what? I think it's going to be a lot better conversations next year. Once yeah, the dude. Warriors are back, <laughs> once the Lakers are back to kind of do a back-to-back, I think we could have a lot more of these in the future. I can't wait for those debates. And, Mike, we could think of no one better to, to invite on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. especially with you, a little tipsy, a little drunk. I'm just, yeah, I'm just perfection, bro. right now because, <laughs> because we're the champions, man. And we got, JC, we got JC on the other side eating fucking ice cream to drown out his sorrows. <laughs> we got to get the polar opposites of the spectrum, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's sports for you, you know? There's Every winner, there's a loser. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm about to break out my hagen uh, Hagen Dazs bars with the with the almond co- chocolate covered. I'm gonna I'm gonna use some ice cream too right now. Hey man, there's no better way to end this podcast on that on that. You know what? Congratulations <laughs> to you, Mike. To me hey, for being to you, brother. Yeah, to you too, brother, man. 2019, yeah. 2020 champions. AD his first ring, LeBron his fourth. To Kobe, to Genie Bus, and the organization that brought. 
the chip back to LA. Thank you very much for all the hard work. Rob Palinka put together a team last minute on the fly, dude. We didn't have Avery Bradley, but you know what? He was an integral part too. Hey, Kuz, keep on proving your defense, bro. We'll get yeah. it. We'll get another chip, yeah. bro. Let's do it. Dude, let's do it, man. And hey, to the Warriors, I do hope you guys get healthy. I do want to see the Warriors healthy. I want I want to see a Lakers versus Warriors battle because much respect to your team, JC. We want to see that, dude. We want more fodder for this pod, you know, for this podcast. That's what we want, dude. We want these debates. <laughs> All right, man. Let's run it back. All right, guys. Run it back. Thank you for listening. You know, you can follow us on Ball vs. Life official on IG. You can shoot us an email at ballvsslife at gmail.com. Again, thank you, Mike, for coming on. Get your get your Hagen dolls on, and we'll catch you guys oh, yeah. on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Champs, Champs. Champs baby. Number two. What? <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. No, it's okay. I can, I can edit out anything right now. But I started the recording. You guys ready? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> dude you've been eating ice cream before every fucking recording <laughs> yeah we record bi-weekly it's not like i'm fucking eating it every day it's just the only time that i have to myself <laughs> oh snap we're recording shit okay yeah it's all good i can edit it out <laughs> now nah, leave it in there so people know i'm drowning i'm eating my sorrow just- out just put this in at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put it <laughs> at the bloopers. end. Yeah, I'll go. put it in the blooper reel. Uh, <laughs> finish your ice cream, and we'll, we'll get this going, dude. All right, reset. All right. <laughs>